you're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome, everyone, to episode 29 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here, as always, Bob Chichinsky, here with my good, good friend, Dog Bark 24 who is finally back this week. How's it going, man? It's going pretty good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back, finally. You know, life is, has been crazy, and now it's not so crazy. There you go. That's it's always good because you know, screw life getting crazy. Though <laughs> it's crazy for everyone right now too. So we feel the craziness. Very glad it is over for you, dogged. Um, we are very excited to be with you guys all this week. We, as promised, are going to be going into Cloud Rest, the big Somerset trial. Still one of the more popular trials one of the ones you're going to see uh being run constantly people looking for uh ncr all over the place so we are going to give you all the uh tips and tricks we can and try and fill you up with knowledge so when you step foot in cloud rest you are absolutely ready to go and there's still uh great sets that come out of there so we're excited to talk about that and yeah gonna be a gonna be a fun episode of course before we get into that let's uh get into some of the news here and we've uh don't have too much but we do have the somerset celebration still uh trucking on through and dog has not been having that great of a time with it yeah it's been pretty uh lame this is definitely not how I would have expected uh, this event to be going. I mean, yeah, pretty uh, disappointed overall of it. Yeah, I also don't like how close it was to mid-year because I'm still a little burned out from that. So now I'm like forced to go do another event. I'm like, oh my gosh. But it's 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 all right. I really do like the style, I guess, is that. Yeah, I think the style of it is better, how you can get like multiple uh, coffers. Like I think I whenever I open up a chest or Sigic portal, it seemed that I always got one every time. I don't know if that was, you know, meant to be or not, but maybe I just had really good RNG on that because let me tell you, those glorified Somerset coffers are not so glorious at all. They only got like two or three of the style pages and they were only from the normal coffers, not even the glorious ones. Yeah, I haven't got like any pages from coffers. That's messed up. Yeah. And so, you know what's also messed up? What's messed up? The Delve bosses in Somerset. Like, the ho- the spawn rates really? on those are just horrible for me. For, like, the bosses. How bad? Cyrodiil bad? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I felt like it, uh, one of them, t- I, like, sat there. It felt like 10 minutes. And then it finally spawned in. I was able to kill it. And 30 seconds later, another one spawned in. And I, you know, I killed that one too, but that one only gave me four gold. And yeah, I don't see why there's the reason or why they don't have like the double spawn every minute because there's already a countdown on drops. Yeah, that would make much more sense, honestly. Like every minute, even every 90 seconds, like something, yeah. or even every two minutes, not it is now, which is, it just feels like a long time. Sometimes, yeah, it feels like it could be endless. And then, you know, I met my uh, favorite boss ever, which is B. Corgan. And, you know, it's been two years. It all slowed. Yeah. It's been two years. And if you're telling me that you don't need 60-plus people to burn that boss down in a timely manner, I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. Like, you're just wrong. Dude, I went over there the other day. And there was probably, like, a solid five to six people just standing around staring at each other. And I was like, wow, these guys clearly could not do this. So I had to, like, lead them through it. I like, don't think it's, like, the luckily, fact that, that, you, like, that he doesn't character. really kill anyone whenever, like, I did it. Like, when, I, when we killed it, it took us, like, ten minutes or maybe seven. 
You just have and to. Yeah, it's like people. endless. It, oh my god! Like it was ridiculous. Like I don't know, maybe insane. like ten people were like healers or tanks, but still, yeah. like if you see twenty people there, you should like, oh, this is gonna die in like one minute. No, the shields were strong, and like I would drop a meteor fall up the crescent's feet because it hit all of his like little circle stuff, and it's like up. Oh, he's still shielded while I'm like spamming jabs and I have my dots on it and my AOEs. And this other Templar, like, there's three Templars in the group. They're all spamming jabs. So I know that we're putting out, you know, a decent amount of damage through three of us. But no, it doesn't matter. His shields are just too strong. Yeah, the one time I've had to slay that great beast this uh, event cycle. Yeah, I went down there. There's a few guys. I think it was about ten of us by the end. And it took a little while. Not ten minutes, so. But I mean, I was dropping harmony bombs and you know, uh, Colossus, etc. So we were doing some serious damage. But yeah, regardless, it's still a, whew, it's a serious freaking thing to take down. Super annoying. And when you see yourself get the quest, it's like, oh, oh no, not the freaking slowed. Yeah. And then when you finally break his shield, he's like, up, oh, you have like 30 seconds, and then I'm going to teleport him. You would just teleport away as soon as I drop my meteor. And it missed. Well, I guess that about wraps up our news for the Somerset event. It's, uh, it's not been the greatest for us. But we are trying to uh, get our way through it as best we can. Um... I've really just been kind of getting my tickets, doing my writs, haven't really been doing much. What I have been doing is venturing back into Cyrodiil and trying to spend some time in there. And it's not really, I don't know. It's hard to say that it is very enjoyable at the current state it's in. And the things that are happening on PTS, they scare me. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've kind of seen it and I don't really like changes either. <laughs> I mean, who knows? You know, hopefully they, uh, you know, make it not as bad, but who knows? Guess we like what two weeks. Yeah. I'm just, it's all like the combat stuff. And then on top of that, I finally worked out this harmony build. They're going to nerf that. So <laughs> I was just like, whatever, trash that. Um, I was excited that I had been pushing like f- almost 50k DPS with uh, Thrasian Stranglers. It's like nice, they're nerfing the crap out of that. I was like, okay. And they're also nerfing New Moons. And I mean, that's just... That was probably coming for a while, long time coming. Yeah, you know, at least New Moons survive, you know, much longer than uh, Thrasian Strangler. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's not that, like, super crazy nerf for a new man. But, I mean, it's still going to put it below some other sets for sure. Yeah. But, you know, all that is still in the works. None of that is finalized. We don't know what's really going to happen in the end. But right now, I'm kind of nervous for how PvP is going to feel. And I am just... I don't know. I hope that they end up finding a good solution. Fingers crossed, I guess. So, I guess let's just go straight into the scores. Uh, Greyhouse has definitely been back to popping all over the place. And definitely a lot of Evanheart doing leading. So, on PC, Greyhost, NA, we have EP leading with 20,000. Old Mary, Dominion in second with 18,000. Well, 18.2. And Daggerfall Covenant behind them at 18k. Right behind them. So, that is not really what you want to see. There is still very long time left in this campaign. Looks like about 23 days. But unfortunately, DC is in last, and you know, all we can do is hope 
they move up as well as the uh, EU DC because over there we got Evan Harpak leading 18k, Almeri Dominion second 17k, or wait, my apologies, 17.9, and Evan Harpak is at 18.2. So uh, EP is in the lead, but AD is right behind them, and unfortunately, pretty far back at 16k is the Daggerfall Covenant. So that one's not so good. EP and AD are dueling it out for first place and DC's in last. Hopefully they can get back up there soon. Uh, Dogged, how are things going on the Xbox side of things? Well, for Xbox and a DC is still crushing it with 85K. AD is in second with a 49K. And then EP is in dead last with 43k. I think it's safe to say that, you know, DC is going to win Xbox NA this month again. Which is awesome. Yeah, I don't even think we could lose if we wanted to at this point, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we would, That would, yeah. I don't even know. There's not enough time for them to score that much. Yeah. All right, for Xbox EU, they have 80 and first is 79k. DC is in second with 50.3k, and EP is in last with 49.8k. So it's very close between second and third. And on the PS4 side of things, we have AD leading with 66k, Evan Hart packed in second with 62k, and right behind them, Daggerfall Covenant 61.9, so right behind them. That's a close battle over there. Unfortunately, AD is definitely still leading, though. So for the EP side, for the EU side of things, you got EP in the lead as well with 70k. Daggerfall coming in second with 60k, and AD in third with 58k. So, man, Evan Harpak doing a lot of leading as usual. Uh, definitely a mix of AD and DC getting some. So that's nice to see. But yeah, Evan Harpak, I don't know if they'll ever be unseated. It's been a half year of them dominating yes. since we started checking every server. But you know, at least, you know, EP is in dead last for both the uh, Xbox campaigns right now. That's true. That's good. We got to keep them, you know, someone's got to put EP down. <laughs> well, I think that's about going to wrap up our Cyrodiil update. I think I'm just going to have to try some Battlegrounds this week and report to you guys how those feel. I haven't been playing any because I have my Necro all harmonied out. Not really work for, I mean, I guess it could, yeah, it, it could work in the Battlegrounds. But there's no CP there as well, so I kind of. Kind of bummer. But anyways, we will uh, get right into our Cloud Rush stuff because, as we said earlier, it is still the Somerset Anniversary Celebration. Happy anniversary. I don't know. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, I was definitely really excited to get to go back to Somerset. Um, I guess be forced back to Somerset. But yeah, um, I've been meaning to do the quest on my Necro. I haven't done it since it came out. Dog's never done the Somerset quest. I always harp on him for. But I don't know. This uh, event has, uh, as we said earlier, been a little lackluster. But we are not here to talk about the event. We are here to talk about Cloud Rest, the awesome trial up at the top of a huge mountain in Somerset. And you pretty much have these huge, huge, huge griffins. And, uh, oh man, I'm going to forget the name of these defenders. Um, but it's Sororia, Galenway, and Olorima. No, Reliquin. And Reliquin. And so they are all these super awesome warriors with these huge griffins and they like protect Somerset and stuff. But the slowed being smart 
they went up there and took it over. So Zamaja, very powerful slowed, has taken over and has poisoned their minds, taking them over. Except for one, Galanwe, and that's who you're going to be your home. Alarima? Yeah. That's for the you have Galanwe, oh, Relic, okay, and okay. Zoria. And... Okay. So Alarima is the home, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So that's about how it goes. You've got these three enemies. You got to fight them and their bird, their big old griffin. And then you get to fight the Sloan. So that is the pretty much general layout, put a background on what's going on, why you're there trying to take stuff out. All right, so Dogged, you want to uh, get into some of these mechanics here? Yeah, so uh, first I'm kind of just going to go over some base mechanics for the uh, shades of like the Galenway, Reliquin, and Sororia. And first up, uh, you're going to want to keep the person boss and the griffin boss away from each other on vet because then uh, if they're too close, they, they will be enraged. If you do it on normal, you can just stack them together and burn them. On vet, you want to kill the uh, griffin and the person boss around the same time so you avoid the uh, tentacles that'll just start spawning up. And then during the fight, you'll see uh, portals on normal. You just ignore them. There's really no need to do them. And then for veteran, you want to have two teams of three DPS go down and destroy crystals. Uh, They're going to get the synergy orb from the crystal and then drop it off in the golden AoE. And then same thing for upstairs, there'll be uh, like another uh, synergy that you would have to see. It'll be nice and gold and glowy, and it'll just activate it and goes first. And then... Now, those uh, those portals, those are for each of the four fights, right? Yeah. And it only... Uh, when it, when you're on normal, it only becomes important for Zamaja. Well, this is for the... For normal, yeah. Uh, this, is just for yeah the... this is just for the people. Because people, yeah. all right, cool. So yeah, we got these first three. Uh, first three fights are very similarly structured, and then yeah. the last one's a little different. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna want to team one go first, and then team go go second, and continue the pattern. Because on veteran, if you have the same people go down, uh, they'll get a debuff, and then on the second time, they'll just die. All right. So one of the first bosses is Shade of Galenway. This is the ice boss. This is the uh, cool boss, if you would. There he goes, <laughs> back at it. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, elemental bosses, so you know, you know what that means. <laughs> so Dog is very excited. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's mechanics is he has the slow, the snowy tornado of extreme slowness. If you get this on you, you want to roll light to roll dodge away from your group and then activate the synergy when it pops up to be able to move again. And then after that, you just avoid the tornado. Just don't go in it. You don't want it. And then he also has ice comets, and this is what you want to move away from the group and block. And then the circle AoE will fill up before it hits. And that's pretty that's pretty much it for uh, that boss. Uh, the next one you have uh, the Shade of Reliquin. This is the shocking boss. See, it's lightning. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. So for Reliquin, this is going to be the one um, you're going to hear this a lot. It seems to be the main one that becomes a problem when uh, I'm doing, you know, uh, normal cloud restaurants. People, two people are going to have their entire screen turn blue and your weapon becomes overcharged. Now, everyone in your group is going to take damage while you sit there and let that happen. It's a very easy thing to remedy. You switch bars and you're fine. I think you have to switch bars and kind of wait there a couple seconds, right, dog? Yeah. Make sure it's good. Yeah, otherwise you will shock your group to death if you're in the wrong bar. (laughs) <laughs> and everyone will be like, who didn't switch their bars? Yeah. And then it would be yeah, like, so don't let that dog. Be you. And you're like, wow, that's shocking. <laughs> Gosh. He's going to milk this one. So he also, uh, well, he, I don't know, maybe. Reliquin also has a shock beam stun, 
at 50%, the tank is going to interrupt this shocking stun to avoid friendly demises. Can't believe I literally had to read that right now. <laughs> yep, it's the best. <laughs> and uh doesn't even do it for the first two. Now you're down two griffins and two people. Now don't forget, you're only killing these if you're going knocking them out one by one. If you want to do plus two, plus three, it's a different strategy. But we could talk about that after we after we get them done. All right. So, what about for uh, Sororia? Duh. All right. So, the Shade of Sororia. Sororia is a ring of fire. And, you know, this set gives you a ring of fire that buffs up your uh, damage. And this is the hot boss. All right. So, the first one is kind of the more important one is the fire comet. This one, you need a, you know, this is what people will say hugs, and then you have to stack together with a few people. You'll be fine, but the more people, the better. Then you have the fire circles of extreme slowness and high chance of death, which is you stay out of the battle ease. They move slowly, so there's no point of standing in them, unless if you want to die, but I don't know why you want to stay in fire. That just seems like it'd burn. And then that's, uh, Pretty much all the mechanics for a uh, Sororia. Not too bad. Not too bad. And then, as Dog said, uh, you know, there's going to be ads popping up during this fight. Make sure you burn those down really quick. They could get really annoying if they're just running all over the place. Watch out for the tentacles. Really important. Yeah, it's got to burn this stuff down. Your DPS got to turn to it and go. You know, uh, healers. And it's really nice to make sure, you know, you guys stack kind of nice and tight. Well, it's just the uh, griffin and the person boss there because that way your healers can, you know, constantly lay out the heals, the buffs, everything. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, I don't know if you had a plus two and plus three in here somewhere, dog, but we could. Um, no, I didn't really have it in here, but. Uh... Well, I guess just make sure, like, you know, if you want to do that, yeah. you guys talk about which boss you're going to take out first for plus two. Plus three, you just go straight in. What You would probably recommend Reliquin, right? If they're doing plus two, take out Reliquin first. Uh, yeah, either Reliquin or Sororia, because hugs are really oh, annoying. Yeah. and so was That's Relic. true. It really depends. Like, if you're pugging it, then Reliquin you definitely want to be gone because you can't control random people swap their bars especially if they've never been in it before yeah yeah exactly now when we say plus two and plus three we're literally talking about skipping these first bosses to make them come in and fight you during this last boss fight uh it's in mechanic you also see in um the asylum sanctorum trial you do a plus two over there and um, as far as Cloud Rest goes, if you want to get jewelry drops, you have to be doing at least plus two on um, on normal. So it's a it's an important thing. Now, dogged. We've been talking a lot about this big old slowed people are going to fight at the end. What about Zamaja? All right. For Zamaja, you have uh, the portals again. You're going to have two separate groups with the tank going down first. Each uh, separate group, you want to have a different tank, and then, you know, three uh, different DPS to go down first for a veteran. And then for a normal, you just need uh, one team. They can be the same people with the tank, or, uh, you know, a Godfather Breton named The Best Dog will do. And, you know, because I can just heal through it, it's fine. And then also, uh, only Bash of Shade once when... Uh, you know, it needs to be bashed. You don't want to just spam it like one uh, Hyper Bixie. She did that and she died on her tank. Dang, savage. <laughs> All right, so the next one is a big AoE circle. Start at the center of the room. You're going to want to find the synergy. A big AoE circle will start building up at the center of the room. You're going to want to find the synergy at the edge of the corners to go up to safety. 
and then quickly drop back down after it explodes because otherwise the NAOE will build up on the platform above you. And then there's a, then there's a huge conal AOE. This will bring you down or up. And it's important to avoid this if you've already been marked for, uh, I would just say marked for death. But yeah, if you get that debuff from going down a veteran, then if you get hit by that, you'll die. So definitely want to avoid that. Yeah, that one is is so important to avoid. And especially when you're pugging this, people don't know what's happening. They're like, oh, I'm not going down. And then they get hit by the thing that gets head down. They're like freaking out. They're like, oh, what's happening? It's like, okay, okay. Calm down. So it's important to understand what's going on on both sides in case you get sent up or down. And it's important to understand how the cone AOE works so you can get sent back up if you get sent down on accident. Yeah, I've had the uh, cone go like right on Zamaja, and then only me, the tank, and I think one of the DPS like avoided it, and he just sent the entire group down. Oh my god! And only like two or three different people knew how to get back up, so that was you know fun. We didn't wait, but you know, I guess that's a good thing because you know there would have been like half the group, if not more, down there doing damage or tanking or something. And then that's pretty much it for uh, Zamaja's shade as far as uh, his mechanics will go. Up top, you'll have like these purple orbs. Uh, you want to have your ranged DPS burn them as soon as they pop up because they're just annoying to deal with, If uh, especially if someone touches it because they'll, it'll stun that person and then it bursts into more little bubbles and they just go everywhere and stun everyone who, who those touch. You also have the tentacles that pop up, and then you're going to want to target those as soon as you see them, because they just, they're just annoying as well. And then you have the execute phase, which is Zamaja, so now you have to go kill her shade. Uh, focus orbs and tentacles as they come up. Kite the laser beams with good self-heals, and healers keep them healed with regeneration, so Zamaja doesn't blow their minds at any time. Only dog would somehow get a queen reference out of Zamaja. Yep. <laughs> and then, oh, the heal debuff. Zamaja will swing her hands up in the air like she just doesn't care and put a heal debuff on someone. This person needs to be healed back to full for it to go away. So, just a couple spam, a couple breath of life spam, and you should be fine. Or if your heals are just really good, then that'd be it. That'd be fast. Especially if there's two healers, so... I like how you assume Zamaja is a she. Like, do Slodes have genders? Huh? Well, they I don't seem like a more blog to me. It's just a shade. So, well, that's true. Then that makes even less possible sense. But, anyways, what about uh, what about for plus three, dog? I see you got some tips here for some people. Yeah, so, you know, you want to go vet cloud rest plus three. You're going to go big or go home. And first, like, my first tip is uh, at 75%, it'll get hot with the fire boss. It'll be on fire. And then at 50%, it'll be electrifying with a lightning boss. And then a shocking tip for this mini boss is to kill it before Zamancha gets to 40% to avoid the tentacles that will spawn, spawn up. So that means that tentacles will spawn up at 40%. So. And then at 25%, it'll get cool with the ice boss. And yeah, uh, prioritization when things get out of hand, which hopefully, you know, is only for uh, the ice boss. And that'll be orbs, tentacles, spider monstrosities, and the stupid spiders. Spider monstrosities because, you know, you don't want to deal with stupid spiders as long with everything else. And then the mini boss, lastly. And then try not to burn Zamaja too much because you don't want to deal with too many bosses at the same time. And that's it as far as mechanics go. Well, that was pretty darn good, man, I must say. You return onto the scene. Yes, yes, I did. That That's well-thought-out response. Thank you. Yes, I know. So... <laughs> Because, you know, I had to get all those, you know, nice puns out of the way, so. Yeah, that's true. That really. Time for uh, takes thought it out processes. Of you. Slow. 
So as always, we want to take this little middle portion of our episode to remind you that we are a part of the oh-so-crazily-wildly-popular Robots Radio Podcast Network, where you can find us and many other great shows at robotsradio.net. Shows like us and shows like the one you're about to hear. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are dragon breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. Hey everyone, it's your host Bob Chichinsky here with some exciting news for you. Have you ever heard of Loot Crate? They offer all kinds of awesome bundles sent directly to your door with all kinds of different themes, including our favorite series, The Elder Scrolls, and also other cool themes like Fallout, Marvel, gaming, anime, all kinds of stuff. Honestly, there's a bunch. You guys should definitely go check it out. And as part of the Robots Radio Network, we here at the Red Diamond Courier are excited to offer you guys a sweet 15% off discount to your first order with Loot Crate on any of the awesome crates we mentioned above. Not only does it get you a discount on some limited edition merch, it also helps support our show with every crate sold. So, if you're interested, make sure that you use the link in our show notes down there you know just scroll down in our episode there you'll see it because that's how they know that we sent you there then all you have to do is use the code robots radio to get your 15 percent off discount we thank you guys very much for all the support as always and now back to the show all right dogs so i have a question for you was cloud rest your first trial no i did uh Cloudrush is my first DLC trial. Okay. But I've definitely done the uh, Craglorn trials first. Well, you know, Craglorn was a DLC to PC players originally, but it came as base game for console. Wow. So technically, Craglorn DLC content. (laughs) But regardless. I mean, it's it's included with the, uh, you know, normal achievements, not like there's no Craglorn DLC section. Fair enough. Well, you know, it was early. They were figuring out how they want to, you know, divide things. But regardless, what we have is a really awesome trial, honestly. And I think it might have been my first trial. Maybe. I don't know. Um... I was not really into the PvE game for the first few years of my ESO experience, I guess you could say. Um, and trials were way off the list, like getting, you know, in this huge group, like no way. Even though getting in this huge group, I did it in Cyrodiil like every day, but it, PvE, it seemed intimidating. But when I finally started getting into it, I think it was, you know, that's when I had, you know, uh, found my homie here, dog. Made a couple other friends, and we were starting to do stuff in PVE together and get good. And we're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then Somerset comes out, boom. And there were some good freaking sets in uh, Somerset, like in Cloudrest. When they came out, they were probably the best, you know, most meta, and they lasted meta for an extremely long time. There are potential changes coming with this next patch, but we'll talk about those later. Right now, we're just going to talk about them in their current state as they have been since Somerset release. So, we are very excited to talk about the sets. Dogged, I, you know, you missed a couple weeks here, so I'm just letting you have the floor, man. Uh, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start us off. 
uh, I'll start off with like you know gear. How you how are, how are you gonna get the gear? Well, you can get the imperfect gear from killing the normal and veteran side bosses. So, if you want uh, perfected gear on veteran, you have to do at least plus one for any armor pieces. But for imperfect gear, you have plus zero will give you weapons. Plus one will give you a weapon and body. Plus two will give you weapons, a body, and or a blue jewelry piece. And then plus three will give you weapons, body, and a purple jewelry piece. So overall, if you don't really care about, you know, perfected gear, I'd probably say if you can do the plus three, definitely do it because, you know, Zircon is too much. It's like I think it's like what, 30k to get the three Zircon for Xbox. It's kind of crazy. And that might be cheap. Yeah, and people are still pushing the dust at like, I don't know, like 5 to 8k each. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Alright, so for perfect gear, you're going to want to do Vet Samaja, plus 0 to plus 3. Uh, plus 0 will give you a weapon. Plus 1 will give you a weapon and body. Plus 2 will give you a weapon, body, and purple jewelry. And then plus three will give you weapon, body, and a gold jewel. Gold, you say? And now you want to talk about expensive chromium? Whew. Chromium, yeah, I think that's like eighty k or yeah, I think eighty k is like cheap for a chromium plating, and then you need four of those. Yup, pretty horrible. So, Dog has given you guys the list of how to get these things. Now let's talk about what they are. The first one being my favorite, one that I've used for a long time. I recently grew away from it finally, but still a very good set um, if you know how to use it right. So this set is the Mantle of Sororia. Uh, it gives you spell damage, two-piece, three-piece minor slayer. Damage done to dungeon and trial monsters up by 5%. As you guys know, that is a trial set characteristic. Then we've got four-piece max magic. And on the five-piece, for the perfected version, it gives extra max magic. And um, also, just the five-piece, it deals dealing direct damage to an enemy with a single target ability, creates a ring of fire beneath you for 10 seconds. This effect can occur once every 10 seconds. That means in 100% uptime on the circle beneath you. Standing in the circle grants you a stack of Sororia's Boon for 5 seconds. Each stack increases your spell damage by 30, 20 stacks max. So that's an increase of 600 total spell damage. A very high increase. It can be slightly hard to stand in the circle long enough to get up to 20. Um, I've found the key is to maintain uh, movability, to understand that the circle is in a place for 10 seconds, so you can kind of move around and hit it as you need, especially when you get to 20 stacks. You know, you have it for 5 seconds, so you know, move around, do what you need to do, hit that circle again. Simple as that. So, um, I really like this set. It's um, a very popular one for parsing, you know, doing the uh, full parse on a dummy, test dummy. Uh, very popular, clearly, because you could just stand in one place, and it's very easy to uh, get the boon to 20. Uh, you're not in live action with things coming at you, or you're moving around, dodge rolling, etc., but, as I said, it is something that you can manage. It is definitely a bit more, um, like, I guess, in-depth gameplay. Like, you have to pay a little bit more attention to what you're doing, not just, like, you know, look at me casting spells, not even looking where I'm standing. But, um, yeah, it's good. And it's still meta. It's been meta for uh, years, so. We'll see where it goes with the next patch. But, dog, how about the next one? Olorima. Yeah, we have the Vestment of Olorima, which is the light healing set. So this one will give you magic recovery, 
Minor Aegis, which is the reducing your damage taken from dungeon, trial, and arena monsters by 5%. Uh, Magicka Recovery. And then the fifth piece will be Max Magicka if it's perfected. And then both of them will give you... Then both of the five pieces would be... Uh, casting ground effect abilities in combat will create a circle of might on the ground for 10 seconds. You and your allies in the circle gain major courage for 30 seconds, increasing your weapon and spell damage by 258 for 30 seconds. And then this effect can occur once every 10 seconds. And yeah, so this set is pretty nice. It has 300% uptime, which is, you know, my favorite. I really like it when, you know, sets can uh, have, or when sets have more than 100% uptime. And yeah, it's probably uh, one of my favorite sets in the game. If I'm actually, you know, wearing uh, actual healer sets. Not a lot of sets that have over 100% of time. Yeah, I think this might be like one of the only ones. Yeah, I was trying to think of them. I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> Especially by, you know, as much as it is. And, yeah, I know that this set is under some dark times with the PTS, so, I don't know. It's kind of scary, but... Yeah, it's been a really popular set for a long, long time, man. This is, like, the staple healer set right now. Well, we'll have to see what happens to those two sets in particular. Those are the ones that we're saying are under uh, intense scrutiny in the current PTS cycle. We'll see where they go. But those are two very staple meta sets that come from Cloudrest. One for magic damage, one for healing. Now this one is another freaking staple of the stamina DPS meta sets. It is in so many builds. Arms of Reliquent. Two-piece weapon crit, three-piece minus slayer. Once again, damage to dungeon and trial monsters by 5%. Weapon crit for the next one and five piece. If you got perfected, it gives extra max stam. Other than that, your light and heavy attacks apply a stack of harmful winds to your target for five seconds. So the harmful winds deal 200 physical damage every second, and they stack up to 20 stacks max. So that is an extra 4,000 physical damage every second at full stacks. That's crazy. That is so much extra damage that it's putting out. So this is a very, yeah. very popular set. Yeah, no, this one's also going through some major changes too. Although from kind of just the way I was looking at it and my, you know, my preference of like, sets it kind of looked like it was kind of being not really buffed but like i don't know i think overall you'd be doing less damage but you'd like increase your damage faster yeah it's easier to uh keep easier to get up to max yeah yeah so because one of the big problems with relic lens is it's the same like kind of buff as sororia only lasts five seconds but it's not something on the ground you can go hit and you know it's like you have to get a light attack off and if you're dodge rolling or you know doing anything and you get out of range or you can't get the attack off at the right time it's just very easy to lose stacks on that set so dog why don't you bring it home with aegis of galanwe this set will give you max health minor aegis four percent healing and then it's uh perfected will give you more max health and then both will give you but then the fifth piece of passive is after successfully blocking you grant power to 11 allies within 15 meters for five seconds increasing the damage of their next light attack by 40 percent effect incur once every two seconds now i don't know about you but i don't really care about empower that all that much Especially, you know, I want to have a five-piece set running it. And let's say there's a Magplar in the group. And then if they use PP uses the, the Solar Disturbance, he already has Empower at pretty much all times. So, Yeah, this has probably yeah. been the lamest duck set out of uh, Cloud Rest. 
Yeah, I know people use it, but... Hmm. I mean, three out of four ain't bad. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say there's better trial tank sets, honestly, in my opinion. But, I mean, Doug and I really don't tank that much, so I mean... I guess if I mean, people I still use prefer it. like Eben or Grave Guardian, and then uh, yeah, I guess uh, Grave Guardian to come after Yolnikrin is just really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that is the uh, that's it. That's the wrap on the sets for Cloudrest. We got you guys through the mechanics. Um, the story is, you know, they. Trials, you can only incorporate a story so much, especially in the setup of how they had, like, direct run to bosses. And this is the last trial where you see that. So, uh, I kind of preferred it that way. I enjoyed the no ads thing. Like, we don't need trash mobs in trial. Um, You know. Especially when the trash mobs are, like, harder than the actual bosses. Yeah, it's, it's pointless. Like... I- Give us a break. They don't give you drops. Like they do the dungeons. They do that for dungeons too sometimes. And it's just like Well, this will be a fun dungeon. Especially if you do a random, like random veteran dungeon or even a random normal dungeon and your tank isn't actually a tank. Yeah. And they don't know they you have to roll dodge the heavy attacks and just get one shot at by it every time. <laughs> it's like just roll. Don't block. Just roll. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we can get off track pretty quick. But it was a really good trial. There, You don't have to worry about chests and stuff. There's none of those. Just go to the bosses, kill them, get your loot. And, I mean, it's really, it, it is fun. I, I inspire you guys to go do it. Uh, it looks, the aesthetic is really nice. The griffins are huge that you fight. It is so cool. And you get to slay a slowed. What is better? They killed half the population of Tamriel with the Thracian Plague. You gotta take them out. They're pretty bad. Uh, Sloats. Yeah. Can't say people, because they're not exactly people. So uh, They're kind of blobs, if anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> dogged. Uh, welcome back, man. Glad to have you back. And... If people want to come chat with us, where can they find us? They can find us on Twitter at Red Diamond Cast. They can find us on our Facebook, the Red Diamond Courier. They can join our Xbox field of Heirs of the Red Diamond, which they can find using the Robots Radio Discord on robotsradio.net. And if you check out our show notes, you can find a link to our merch store as well as Loot Crate, where you could get a 15% off your first order and that will be by using the code robots radio just make sure you hit the link in our show notes so you could tell them i guess in a way that we sent you anyways you can also find a link to our music producer who is a freaking genius so and bonus points if you know where that's from dogged where can people find you if they want to be like yo dog Stop missing episodes because Bob shouldn't be alone. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, dogbark24. Then you can find me on Xbox and either ESO or more likely recently is uh, Red Dead Online. And I'm dogbark24 over there. So don't trust him. He will lasso you and drag you through the fields. Actually, I have a passive on because I like a. Uh, going around farming animals oh god that's one does well i mean i have to get my uh mm-hmm. trader up and that's like last year's content i know but something that i never really finished so now i'm working on that fair enough gotta farm gold somehow so yeah and as for me i am on xbox bob chichinsky esopc at bob underscore chichinsky been playing a little bit more over there uh almost to cp160 so doing pretty good you can add me over there uh twitter and twitch i am bob underscore chichinsky come hang out talk some elder scrolls and uh it's gonna be you know a good time for sure if you do i haven't really been able to stream in a while but hopefully i'll be getting back to that soon i'm really excited to do so 
Anyways, thank you guys for all the support. And if you would feel so inclined to leave us a review, we would gladly uh, read it out on the show if it's five stars. And uh, you could write in there all about how, um, you know, Daggerfall Covenant is the greatest faction or how Dog eats way too many chalupas on Friday nights, you know. Really just whatever. The necromancers are the dimwitted classic. Oh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Dog, uh, even though you harp on necromancers, I am glad that you're back, my dude. Thanks for hanging out again. Thank you guys for listening. We super appreciate the support. Hope that you are ready to go take on CloudRest after this. And we will certainly be back with you next week. Have a good one, everyone. Yep. See ya. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing.